You're listening to episode 46 of the Take the Reins podcast with Nikki Porter. Hi everyone. So if you joined me here before, you'll likely notice that there are some things missing from today's episode, my music and my intro. If you are new, I promise you this is not how I normally produce my show, but I appreciate your support while I show up as a little more raw than normal as a result of my computer taking an unplanned trip to the Apple repair shop. As soon as I get it back in working order, two things will happen. You will get my normal curated episodes back, and I will be backing everything up on Google Drive. Lesson learned for me for sure. But as they say, the show must go on. So today's episode is inspired by my last week of unforeseen challenges and a coaching call that I had with a client. I hope my message serves you well and is a timely reminder as we head into the holidays and close out 2020, a challenging year for many of us on a number of different levels. I absolutely love this quote, chaos in the world brings uneasiness, but it also allows the opportunity for creativity and growth by Tom Barrett. Last week started with me feeling a sense of calm and steady confidence after sitting down and getting clear on what I want, what I'm doing to achieve it, and how I am doing it to ensure my days are productive and efficient, while still leaving room for creativity. Now, Beth Killo, someone who I'm working closely with right now, would be so proud of me for my schedule because I focused on a beautiful balance of structure and freedom. And then my structure seemed to collapse, or so I thought, when my computer essentially crapped the bed and had to be sent to Moncton to get repaired. I was told that it would take a few weeks to get it back to me. This sent me into a slight panic because a few weeks I do not have. This was totally disruptive to my new sense of clarity. Everything I was creating was on that computer and my podcast editing software now sits on an Apple Store technician shelf with 20 other computers being repaired first. All while I was organizing Zoom meetings, podcast interviews, course materials, and a COVID horse show. I had moments where I could feel panic and overwhelm try to take away my ability to see the problems and work to fix them. I don't love the solutions that I had to land on, those being this raw podcast episode, as well as the ones in the weeks to come until my computer returns, push deadlines, and a much less productive end to my week than I had planned. I also got a borrowed computer, which I am so incredibly grateful for. Thank you, Sam. And it also meant that one of the solutions was a great deal of patience, something that I work very hard to achieve and maintain. Something that helped me navigate my situation and think through the pressure was scope. This is something that I learned from Beth that is a total game changer. Now, if this is something that sounds unfamiliar to you, but also sounds kind of intriguing, I want to just put a little plug in here because Beth and I are in the process of creating a pilot program called the Aware Horsewoman that if you feel like you are ready for change going into 2021, whether that be with your horses or in life in general, that you think a change in your awareness 
could really be the thing that you're looking for, I encourage you to touch base with me. Email me at Nikki at NikkiPorter.ca and ask me about it. Get your name on the wait list because this is going to be such an impactful program. Beth is absolutely brilliant and we're combining what we teach to create this program and I'm telling you, you are not going to want to miss it. Okay, back to my story. On a call with someone on Friday afternoon, I said, maybe I'm being forced to focus on my work from a different direction because this is what I need right now. Then I felt total relief because I really believed it until Sunday afternoon. I originally thought this was a lesson on showing up less censored and showing up more raw and vulnerable. And then Sunday happened. I noticed my car was acting a bit funny. My mirrors didn't set when I turned it on and my seat would not go to my preset. I know, I know, poor me, but I promise you it was more about the things that were happening oddly and not working properly than it was the things that weren't happening. I parked my car in the garage to vacuum it out on Sunday and by the time I went to drive to the barn later to do my night chores, my car sat dead as a knit in the garage. My husband Mike tested the battery and sure enough it had gone bad. At this point I had to take a step back. Both in the same week my computer's battery completely died making it work terribly and then my car. What even are the chances? I could have ended my week just thinking that the world was working against me and chalked the coincidental situations to bad luck. I could have even said something like, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. But because I truly believe in the power of my thoughts and my words, and because of my ability to have scope, I didn't. Rather, I looked for the lesson. P.S. If you say things like, if I didn't have bad luck, then I'd have no bad luck, or I'd have no luck at all, please stop. I'm not going to teach to it right now, but trust me, it doesn't set you up for success. Taking a closer look, I determined that this may just be telling me that my interpretation of my computer problems didn't mean showing up differently, but rather who I was showing up for. It forced me to slow down and assess where my own energy is currently going and how I can readjust so my personal batteries aren't drained to the point of me being completely unable to function over the holidays the same way that my computer and my car did. To put this in a little bit of context here, I have been on complete overdrive lately and I've actually said to my husband a number of times over the last couple of weeks that I wish that I had about five more hours in my days. When he originally responded to that by saying, no, you need less to do, I actually disagreed because I truly do love everything that I'm doing right now. I think now is a great time to look at the whole picture though. It is an opportunity to check on the system to ensure that it is all working well to avoid a big problem in the near future. I'd like to take a few minutes here to discuss mindset. My desire to find the lessons in my challenges rather than focus on the problems and the inconveniences are not simply because I have a quote-unquote positive mindset. In the sense of the word, so many people hold resentment toward. It is because of a very powerful belief that I hold. 
Before I tell you what that belief is, I want to read to you one of the most impactful things I have ever read about belief. It is from Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figureoutable, and it truly made an incredible impact on my life, both personally and professionally. Starting at the bottom of page 27, Marie writes, Nothing exists in our world that does not first exist in our mind. That's the universal gift we've been given to help us shape our lives and collectively the world around us. We're born creators with an innate power to bring our ideas and visions into reality. Though admittedly simplified, the process of creation goes something like this. Thought, feeling, behavior, result. While this might seem painfully obvious, this formula is one we can easily forget, especially as it relates to things we want to figure out. Beneath our thoughts, however, lies an even deeper force that directs and controls our lives. It's a critical component of the creative process, both individually and collectively. In fact, this force shapes our thoughts and feelings. It dictates every aspect of our behavior, how much we sleep, what we choose to eat, what we say to ourselves and others, if and how much we exercise, and what we do with our time and energy. It helps birth our self-worth and our net worth. It impacts our health and fuels our feelings. It determines the quality of our relationships and, ultimately, whether we lead a life of joy, accomplishment, and contribution, or one of misery, pain, and regret. It's a force that underpins every action we take and how we interpret and respond to the world around us. This deeper, commanding force is our beliefs. Beliefs are the hidden scripts that run our lives. She continues, Like a track running underneath a train, our beliefs determine where we go and how we get there. But before we start talking about concepts without clearly defining them, let's use this shared definition. A belief is something you know with total and absolute certainty. It's a thought that you've decided, consciously or unconsciously, is the truth. Our beliefs are the root of our reality and our results. Therefore, our creation formula looks more like this. Belief, thought, feeling, behavior, result. In order to solve any problem or achieve any dream, we must first make a change at the level of belief. Because when you change a belief, you change everything. Okay, I'm skipping now to just past midway of page 31. Marie continues, Your beliefs are the master commanders of your behaviors and your results. Beliefs control our bodies and how we respond to crisis, criticisms, and opportunities. They tell us what to notice, what to focus on, what it means, and what to do about it. The fact that your beliefs shape your reality is undeniable. They affect you physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, intellectually, and culturally. Here's what's important to remember. Long-term, your beliefs determine your destiny. Beliefs create behaviors. The accumulation of those behaviors adds up to your entire life. Know what else? 
Every belief has a consequence. Your beliefs either heal you or harm you. They either support your aspirations or they thwart them. Belief becomes the source of your limitation or your liberation. It doesn't matter what's true. It matters what you believe. Isn't that powerful? I absolutely love Marie Forleo and this book. So if you haven't heard of Everything is Figureoutable, I highly suggest checking it out. I actually first bought it on Audible so that I can listen to her because she's fantastic. And I also bought the hardcover because I love to use it as a resource and go back to it. So now that you have an idea of how serious of an impact I believe our beliefs have on our lives, I'll share with you a belief I repeat to myself almost daily that allows me to live from a place of trust and acceptance. My belief is this, the universe is working in my favor and I am surrounded by the support I need. If you're familiar with the work of Gabby Bernstein, you may be reminded here of the title of her book, The Universe Has Your Back. Although I have read some of her work and have been positively influenced by her work over a number of years, it wasn't Gabby that strengthened this belief. It was life. What I discovered through years of deliberate and forced personal growth is that any time I was resisting what was happening for me in life or was resentful of what was happening to me, I set myself up for more struggle. When I accepted my lack of control and decided to trust life and work with it rather than against it, life always became easier and somehow my greatest desires always came true. I used this same philosophy when working with horses as well. When I shifted my resentful, resistant, and rigid thoughts and feelings to those of trust, softness, and compassion, all of a sudden I could see all of the ways that my horses have been trying to work with me all along. When I stopped resisting them and focusing on where I thought they were resisting me was when I was finally able to look for and successfully see their tries and reward them appropriately to develop both of our confidence and trust. When I picture how I used to live prior to adopting the belief that the world was working in my favor, I see myself as constantly swimming up a river. I was always feeling like I was swimming my heart out and was getting absolutely nowhere. It also did not matter how strong my belief was in my own ability to swim, because no matter how strong a swimmer you are, you will always have a point where you become so physically and mentally exhausted, even the world's strongest swimmer is destined to have to quit. When I realized all I needed to do to reach my desired destination was flip around and trust the flow of the river, I was able to see that the river was taking me where I needed to go. I just needed to realize that it was downstream that I need to go, not up. Of course, there are still obstacles to navigate, but fighting against myself and the water were no longer ones I needed to worry about, and that offered me the strength to navigate the ones that did present themselves. So, to finish off this episode, I want to recap to emphasize and leave you with these important points. First, what you believe shapes your reality. Second, Resistance causes more struggle, both in horsemanship and in life. 
And lastly, if you're in need of some learning tools to allow you the scope that you need to change your life, reach out to me and get your name on the wait list for the pilot program that Beth and I are co-teaching in January 2021. Because it's a pilot program, the price is going to be incredibly reasonable and it's going to offer you support in both your horsemanship and your humanship heading into the new year. To wrap up today's episode, I just want to say again, my apologies for the lack of proper production today, but I hope my content outweighed my need for music. And thanks again for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you again next week on the Take the Reins podcast.